B-Y-O-T. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. Say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. That's my you name's what? doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and look through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to, like, step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not going to lead with the... We're not going to lead with the... So I was buying... Uh, I was looking into buying a new car recently. And so I, uh, I I did some research on on like you know I wanted to bang for my buck you know okay. it's like I, I want to get the most car for the least amount of money. Okay. Um, so th- what I ended up settling on was a Honda Fit. Uh, you, got, yeah, it's I got, saw it. Yeah, it's it's got a really good storage. It feels really premium. You know, it's got like the the infotainment system. Yes. And all this like crazy. Um, all these safety features it's got cameras when you make a left hand turn or a right hand turn it's got yes the like road sensing it'll like keep you in the lane it's actually kind of like a like autopilot like if you if you're on the highway you can take your hands off and it'll steer for you that's crazy and, that's um, crazy wow what year is it 2018 okay, it was a brand, brand new, new one so was that added this year to the uh fit yeah i think so it was either this okay. year or last year or something like okay. that so uh so what ended up happening is I, I bought the car, I traded in my, my Forester, my Subaru Forester for it, uh, and I bought it brand new, um, and I was loving it. I had it for about a week, uh, and one of my friends said, hey, like, do you want to go to Saratoga and, and drink tonight? And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll come, but I'm, I'm going to drive home, so I'll be like a DD. Yeah. So I didn't even, I had like two beers that whole night. Um, Hannah and I drove all the way back to Albany from Saratoga, and uh, we're turning onto our street. Uh, and I was making a left-hand turn onto my street about 100 feet away from my house, and this guy comes going probably 50 miles an hour right past my car, sideswipes me, bounces off, Dude. hits a parked car, and then goes off the road. Uh, Jesus Christ. So, so you were okay, right? Like, yeah, we were okay. Oh, my um, God. So, you know, we had just started the turn. So... Honestly, like, had we uh, been more engaged in the turn, I probably would have gotten T-boned, and I probably wouldn't be here sitting, you know, having Jesus. this conversation. Oh, my God, dude. So uh, so the first thing I did was, you know, I kind of realized that me and my girlfriend were okay. Airbags, yeah. what happened is when he hit my car, he actually sliced the, the airbag uh, wire harness so he actually disabled my airbag didn't deploy at all they didn't deploy so they probably should have but they didn't because he spliced the cable that deploys them what are the odds that that would actually happen like somehow that harness gets like fractured from the frame detaching and ripping that's crazy man so uh so jesus so this guy uh he you know he he hit my car hit a parked car totaled that car just destroyed it then went off the road so once i realized that we were okay um, I, I said, I gotta go talk to this guy. I gotta go see what's going on. This guy's gotta be drunk. Yeah. So I went up to his car and he, you know, seemed a little weird. He, there's something going on. Yeah. Uh, his dog gets out of the car and, uh, and they're just kind of walking around and I was like, have, have you been drinking tonight, man? He was like, no. I was like, all right. Cause I'm going to call the cops right now. 
Yeah, yeah. You weren't drinking? And he's like, no. I was like, all right, man, I'm going to call the cops. So I called the cops. They're literally, the police station is like a uh, quarter of a mile up the road. So they just came oh, like God. a minute later. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I told them what was going on. They asked me if I was drinking. I said no. And uh, they they were like, yeah, he's probably drunk. And uh, and so they walked up to him, gave him the field sobriety test right in front of my car. And he failed with flying colors. You know, the one foot in front of the other with the eyes, oh you know, God. all that stuff, you know, with the flashlight and stuff. Failed with flying colors. So he, he actually got charged with a DWI. <sighs> it just fucked up your whole day. And luckily didn't do anything further and, you yeah. know, like injure you guys. Like, Jesus. So because my car was only one week old. Uh, yeah, how does that work? Like, yeah, it's a brand new fucking car. Brand new. It was like it didn't even have did 500 lose, miles. Like, did you lose money on it? Oh, it absolutely. Was Thousands. Yeah. So Insane. what happened is, uh, you know, so basically uh, for the, I didn't know this. I thought when your your car was totaled, it was 51% of the car's value. They changed this recently to 75%. So if it was a new car, I'd have to make a $15,000 threshold in order for them to total out my car, which is insane. So uh, they wanted you to repair this thing. They wanted me to, yeah, they wanted me to repair it. So I brought it to my dealership. Uh, they looked at it and they came back and they said, "Yeah, um, it's gonna be a lot." So what what uh, my insurance company did is they sent out a person to go get the value of the car. They said, "Yeah, it's gonna cost about two thousand dollars to fix." My car was destroyed. Oh, I was like, two thousand dollars? That's insane." Yeah. So then I had my dealership look at it. They're like, "Yeah, we're at like thirteen thousand dollars in counting. Like they're way off." <laughs> uh, so uh, basically, long story short, one month later. I got my brand new car back, except oh it's been devalued like $3,500. Oh, my so, God. So, wait, they, they did repair it back to like normal? Yeah, they repaired yeah. it back to the best condition that they could. could. But now when you go to sell your car, it's on, on the it, Carfax. Yeah, it's obviously. It was a major like, accident. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, does it even give it like the value of like the repair? Yeah, the value that ended it ended up being about almost fourteen thousand dollars. You so see that it on was, the Carfax, you're like, what the yeah. fuck happened to this car that required fourteen grand yeah. in repairs? So I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, at the end of the day, we survived. We were okay. It could have gone a lot worse if I was yeah. one second later in that turn. I probably would have died. So it's, it's, I don't know. I guess it's one of those things where it's like it's kind of bittersweet. <sighs> yeah. But but you ever have something new and. Uh, you love it. It's like this thing that you spent all this money on, and then you kind of ruin it, and you it might maybe you fix it, but forever in the back of your head, it's like this thing is. How funny we should step into this kind of conversation as we uh, we've been here talking probably. I mean, like two or three hours now, <laughs> yeah. And it's all because I've been like stressing over this whole deal of my brand new iMac has shit the bed basically, and it literally happened an hour before Tim shows up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I like I guess I gotta go bring it to the technicians and see what's up but yeah it's what i like my favorite fucking possessions well now you have like a nice mirror yeah it, it is like kind of a nice it's mirror. a paperweight it's mirror yeah, it's like you really gotta get close to it to see yourself though you know it's like kind of weird but i guess it's a really expensive mirror but so all you gotta you know. do is just take two days off of whatever you're doing go to the apple store because that's how two long days. it's gonna take <laughs> two days yeah yeah i might as well bring a 10 i guess yeah <laughs> Oh man. Well, let's step into the show. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, this is Matt, but there's a change in the show lineup here. Jesse's away on vacation, so I had to uh I had to call into the heavy guns and I got a special guest tonight. Oh shit. If you were on the live stream you'd be seeing the gun show I'm seeing right now. You get a free ticket. Jesus Christ. Who the hell who the hell is this man? 
Uh, I am Jesse Lander's old college roommate, Tim Zabluski. Yes, yes. And uh, you might know Tim. He, he has appeared on the show before. Tim, the Tetris, and the Slackers, I believe, where we talked about how he is the uh, pretty much the unofficial only man to have every Tetris title. You know, like he's got all the cartridges, like all kinds of regions, all kinds of creepy shit. And he's uh, he spent a lot of time dedicated to getting this collection. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, definitely check that episode out if you haven't seen that before. But uh, yeah, Tim's joining me to take over the role of Jesse. The basically. birthday boy. Yeah, the birthday boy. And if you haven't said happy birthday to him, we put up a post. Make sure you say happy belated birthday to Jesse Landers. HBD. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Now, uh, we're going to do things a little different here. It's going to be kind of like a mix of a uh, normal show segment set out. But uh, we're going to do the news to start out. Let you people know what's going on that's crazy in the fucking world. And uh, then we're going to move into some music suggestions that we have. Uh, me and Tim have some bands we're going to let you guys check out. I think I think you'll like them. Um, and then we're going to see what Tim's been watching. He's been watching a few things that I'm interested in that I haven't checked out, so... We'll see what that's about. Now, uh, our first news story. <sighs> Man, this is one of the craziest ones I've seen. <laughs> now, this is just being plain irresponsible, in my opinion. And what we have here is that the Air Force in North Dakota has apparently lost a shipment of grenade rounds. <laughs> and they fell off the back of a Humvee when they were doing some kind of exercise. Now, out of all things they could lose, you know, all equipment, you know, they couldn't, they, they lost like an explosive ammunition, but luckily thanks, you know, it wasn't like a regular grenade. It yeah. was like a, um, an ammunition you required to have the, uh, actual firearm to shoot, yeah. which was like an M60 or an MK19 machine gun grenade launcher. So this thing is like a rapid fire grenade cartridge. you know, but still it's unaccounted for out there and they're like looking for the shit. Right now, there's a five thousand dollar reward. I haven't seen an update about it, so apparently this is still out there. Now, yeah. my my idea is somebody found it and they don't know what the fuck to do with it. You know, I feel like it. This this, this story is so ridiculous. I feel like it's something that would be in like Grand Theft Auto. It'd be like some backstory or some mission or something like that. Like, you, oh my god, right? Like, like, the, yeah. like they lose it and then you got to go find it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe it is hidden out there. Like, I just don't know how it would fall off of Humvee yeah. that far from the road to where somebody wouldn't be like, oh, what, what the fuck is this, you know? Maybe it's just sitting in the office somewhere. It's just like like somebody was walking around taking pics, like, hey, check out this, like, you know. <laughs> and then they, like, accidentally just set it down. It's, like, sitting behind a vending machine or something. It's just unaccounted for. Yeah. They, they apparently searched, like, the whole base, like, the this Humvee had come from and didn't find it. But, you know, like, maybe, maybe, who knows? Maybe it's, like just hidden away and then one of those r- random spots are mislabeled yeah you know hopefully i mean hopefully somebody doesn't out you know just randomly have a case of this grenade launcher ammunition chilling in the basement yeah <laughs> old phil there that's not a good idea you're smoking on one of those fat cigars one day and just fucking no I mean, what if, what if you know what if there was like hunting what if grenade hunting was a thing oh my god what I mean, that would just be the thrill of killing. It would be like, you're not recovering any meat, any hide, anything. Like, I mean, if you aim for the legs, maybe you might recover the skull, possibly. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's like putting it in a blender 
already. So if you want to like a meat puree, it's like you just, you know, toss a grenade. I think that you can do that. I think there's certain parts of the world where you can actually like go explosive. Well, you know how maybe hog hunting, you know how like safari hunting, like it's kind of controversial because you can just go out and it's basically like, oh my God, there's a rhino. And you just, you know, so I think that there is places in the world where they, you can just like throw a grenade. That's, yeah, like, a, like an animal. Well, I'd imagine. Like, yeah, there, there's got to be. Like, there's a price for anything in this world. <laughs> so yeah. I could definitely imagine somebody's, like, built this, like, 50-kilometer enclosed range place. And it's like, yeah, you can you can do whatever the fuck you want here. You go, you want a bazooka? A uh, fucking, like, yeah. rhino herd? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, ah. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> so, you know, m- you know, maybe there's some deceit in there. But for the next story, you know, this guy is... Uh, Definitely deceiving everybody over here in Dallas, Texas. So uh, <sighs> this 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 story is about uh, a con man, and it's not your typical con. This no. guy is uh, this is kind of a really strange con. So so he's a a twenty five year old uh, who was found posing as a seventeen year old on a high school basketball team, trying to relive the glory <sighs> days. Some people can let go of the glory days. You yeah, know? yeah. It's not like uh, it's not like the uncle from a, uh, um, uh, what is that movie? Um, uncle Rico from uh, oh Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon yeah. Dynamite. Man, he's always thinking about that end zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah they should put him in. <laughs> so, so the so this guy in in Dallas. So he's he's uh, he's and he really doesn't even look even remotely passable for a 17 year old no what is going on there like that's what i'm like this is some reverse weird mix of like juana man going on but like high school edition like is it's what how do they believe this guy like so he don't you need identification to get into high school so what what he did and it it just seems like a really a huge lapse of judgment from his school um he went in and said that he was displaced and he was a refugee from hurricane harvey and he so he said he lost everything Uh. and i'm just trying to get back to an education which is kind of, it's kind of smart, but at the same time, like with a little bit of research, you could probably yeah. find out as an administration that this kid is twenty five years old. Yeah, yeah, right. Because I mean, did he use his real name? Do we know? He, yeah, he did. He did. So, so what ended up happening is, uh, his his former high school coach, um, saw uh him play, and he called up the the coach. Uh, from a, from the other high school that he was playing at, and said, "Hey, you have one of my uh, my ex students playing on your team right now," and oh, uh, so shit. he got caught. Um, oh, he shit. he doesn't have a criminal record, um, but he is really? getting charged with a serious offense because it's basically forging public record. Yeah, right. Because so, I mean, what if they go to state? Just like, let the right? kid like, play basketball. Oh, man. Just determination, man. I mean, yeah. Because how else is he going to get? In? I mean. You could play in an adult league near the rec center or something, yeah. but that's not the same. It's not the same as that, like he community. I mean, I mean, how how sick would it be if right now we went back to middle school oh my and God. played dodgeball against Jesus Christ? Our, you know, middle school kids. It'd be wrecking, sweet. wrecking kids, like demolished. There's just like grenade. Like we were talking grenade hunting. You're you're talking that right now. You're letting me out there with a fucking bomb, and I'm just gonna pieces limbs of little kids this is getting very dark it's gonna be like the beginning of of saving private ryan but in middle school dodgeball yeah dude oh my god yeah true i mean it would be really crazy because i mean imagine the uh skills he's developed five years after high school yeah or like or seven years really i mean seven years we're talking he's 25 right yeah he's 25 he's been out for a while Dude, he's working on near a decade of experience. He's like college pro by now. Like if he had gone through the system. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, this kid was probably like Kobe. 
You know what I mean? This kid, this kid was was LeBron James of, of high school basketball. Schooling kids, crossing them over. Fucking insane. Dude. Yeah. Fucking insane. Jesus. Man, that's a, that's a brilliant idea at the same time as being dirty, you know? It's kind of it's just one of those things. It's like, well, you know, it is shitty, but I mean, I, you know, I can see where it came from. Yeah, you know? I, I'm not going to fault him for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'd like to say this next story we're going to cover is going to be the same, but it, it's really not. Because what we've got here is a man in Connecticut has been held captive. All right. Now, how how his captor decided to try to blackmail his family, or not blackmail, to uh, extort his family to get some money, was the most interesting way I think I've ever seen somebody really yeah. try to do it so far. We've got a uh, <laughs> a captor that took a man, hogtied him, put him in a tub, and then had a three foot alligator in the photo saying that if you do not give us the money we want the eight hundred dollars in ransom eight hundred dollars where where did they come up with this number i don't know but uh (laughs) if you don't do that your 21 year old uh son is gonna or your 21 year old nephew they they tried to get his aunt for this money yeah is gonna be uh gator food (laughs) there's there's a couple questions when i when when you said that just now that kind of come up in my mind one of which is where do you get an alligator from yeah, easy to answer, I feel like. You take a short drive down to, like, if you want to go real far, go to Florida. There's, like, yeah. gas stations. Like, I remember a gas station. I was traveling to Florida, and I was amazed with this because I was, like, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. It's built on a little pond, yeah. and they raise gators, and then they bring them to, like, when they get too big, they bring them to the lake down the road, like which is, like, a major lake. Yeah, that seems smart. Dude, but, like, if I wanted to go get a gator, I could go snatch up a three-foot gator right now, drive to this gas station, just step over the two-foot fence they got, and snatch up some gators, and this problem is easy to create. <laughs> it's, it's some gas money and time, but I mean... Uh... I saw a video on YouTube once of a woman who had a pet alligator, and it was kind of docile. It was almost like a cat or something like that, and she yeah. would like, walk it around to the store and stuff, and she was like, oh my god, and everybody was kind of like, why are you doing that? Dude, because it's not like it's not like you can. I mean, I, I guess she I, did, but you can't tame an alligator. I think I want to say you're talking about Frank the Gator, and he was a motorcycle rider. <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure we covered him on the story way back in the day. Uh, this is probably like at least eight months ago. Like she was battling to keep him, and I'm pretty sure his name was Frank the Gator. And she dressed him up like a biker a lot, put a little jacket on him, put him on a bike one time. Like yeah, like that's I, yeah, Gators, man. Technology has gone too far. <laughs> Technology and gators, I'd say. But yeah, um, police traced the phone. They were able to figure out where this guy was, and you know, save the victim from the. The other question I was wondering if you were going to come up with this one is like, how much damage can a three foot gator really do? I mean, like it's like I feel like you could fight him off, almost even hogtied. Yeah, I mean, so so an alligator, you know, their their chomping power is pretty decent. But they're opening their mouth power. It's nothing. Sucks. Nothing. nothing. You could do it with two fingers probably. Exactly. With a, with a three-foot alligator. Yeah. So it's yeah. like literally you could probably take your sock off and just be like, here, buddy, and just like, <laughs> yeah. and just yeah. get them over the, you know. I feel like you could strangle one. Like, that's like the limit of sizing. But I feel like you could even just strangle a little three-foot alligator. Like, no, you're not going to chop me, alligator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, and. As as far as the next story goes, it's kind of along the same lines almost. Uh, okay. So, it's it's not a crime, and and, and it wasn't you know, it, it's not really uh, <laughs> that your typical you know family uh, pet, but <laughs> after two years, 
a family realizes that their dog is actually a bear. Oh my god. So now, there's two yeah, years. Two years. Two years, not two months. He said two years, people. So in uh in China there was a family who uh they had a, a puppy. Um and they, they thought it was a mastiff. And, and to be honest, mastiffs are very bear like. You you know what they're, they you know what they look like. They're yeah, they're, they're pretty bear like. Yeah, they're really tall, especially and if they get a little chunk on them, dude, they're definitely wide. Yeah, there's some wide boys. Yeah. And their their noses are kind of squished in, you know what I mean? And yeah, they got like that a look. snout, yeah. So after two years, the, uh, the, the bear dog actually started to walk on two legs. So they started to kind of question, like, hey, we either have, like, a really talented dog or we don't have a dog. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> then they realized that, you know, after its diet started to, to kind of increase and it, and it became, uh, you know, over 250 pounds... This dog's got quite an appetite, and in fact, yeah, no, we do have a bear. We have a bear. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, how, now, how big, does it say how big at two years it was? Like, because I can only imagine, like, I thought a bear would be full-grown within, like, a year and a half. Yeah, so. You know, maybe two years. So that was what was a little bit weird about this, right? I really have no idea, and I guess it was only three feet long. Three feet long, so okay. That's, you know, that's okay, not... so it might be the species of bear. Yeah, itself. so it was an endangered uh, black bear, yeah, and... In Asia? Yeah, in Asia there was a, yeah. a certain type of black bear. So it's bear probably not the type of black bear we have in America. It's probably a smaller variant. So but you still. Know, <sighs> yeah. After after they realized their mistake, they called local authorities. And actually, the I guess it, it ends on a good note where it's the bear is being cared for at a local wildlife rescue. So it's not like okay. it just got you know, thrown out or killed yeah, or something. Yeah, euthanized for like the sake of the just ease of dealing with this process. But somebody and, pet that boy. Oh, my God. Dude, he's a good boy. He's a good oh boy. Oh my god! What is the biting capacity of this fucking Asian bear? He's gonna decapitate Susan at the next barbecue or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, buddy! And he and he oh comes up god. to you. And, <laughs> claws oh you to no, death. No, 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 no jumping, no jumping, no mauling. Did they notice when they were trying to trim his claws and yeah. like the little trimmer they got they bought for dogs doesn't fit nearly around yeah. these five foot or five inch velociraptor claws? <laughs> I mean, you know. Christopher Robin had Winnie the Pooh, so yeah. Well, I guess well, Winnie the Pooh is pretty fucking chill. I don't know if this black bear <laughs> would be chilling another two years. He'd get pretty hungry one night, and then uh, the family, yeah, <laughs> the family suffers. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we got a lot of deceit going on in this uh, episode. I've got to say, and you know, I can't help but feel for this because you know, I've you the next story involves online dating. And, you know, I've definitely, you know, I, I partook in online dating. It's actually I, how I met my girlfriend of today. And I really nice. enjoy, I enjoy her, enjoy her company. So it worked out for me. But, you know, it doesn't work out for everybody. Yeah. And sometimes you can meet somebody and, you know, they can just turn out to be a complete nightmare. And that's exactly what we have for this man in Phoenix. And, you know, he went on a one, a one date with a lady. And, you know, it sh- things didn't work out. He didn't want to see her again or whatnot. And uh, unfortunately for him, the next 17 months of his life turned out to be a complete hell as she sent 65,000 text messages over the... Are you kidding me? 65,000 from a complete stranger, basically. I don't I mean, even think I've gotten 65,000 in my entire life. How, how, how long is the average like date like from online dating? It's like, you know, like a little bit, like maybe an hour he spent with her, maybe two hours, maybe, let's say, worst case scenario, bad service and... Trying to make the best of the situation yeah. in three hours. Yeah, sure. Like, but 65,000 text messages from one incident like this. 
and it got pretty crazy. It wasn't even just like, you know, like random things. It was like, don't ever try to leave me. I'll kill you. I don't want to be a murderer. <laughs> I mean, it's <sighs> at that point. So, you know, 65,000, it makes you kind of wonder what was the content in that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're just sending a single emoji after a single how emoji. Quick did, how quick did it progress to yeah. this? Like, you know, like. It's crazy, man. And it's just like, you got to be careful out there. Like, with the, like, you never know who you're going to run into. It's like, just like over the board with the mental health, you know? Like, <sighs> you know what she should do? Okay. She should run a, a, like, a catfish scheme where she's just texting like a million people because she's so good at it. So she's probably really good at multitasking. <laughs> like, the benefit of the, yeah, of the, like, need to, like, just keep going. Yeah, yeah. So she's bah, got, bah, bah, she's bah, got, bah. like, 20 phones just, like, lined up around her in a circle. And she's, okay. like, catfishing, like, 100 different people. She's, like, Gary to this guy. She's, like, Barbara to this guy. She's, like, no, 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 no. She's okay. going through and she's catfishing everybody catfishing all at once. the fuck out of, like, a whole town at once. Like, make it even crazier. Yes. Like, she's got the whole town and everybody's, like, all happy in that town. And then she could just, like control the like happiness of the one population yes. dude like just like that shut it down like all of the people disappear like i'm done with you <laughs> i don't even want to meet you now like ah oh, dude yeah sixty five thousand. i mean that's a pretty good rate so dude. you know she's she's got some skills she's when crazy. it comes to pay the bills maybe she should go to like game shows like where you can play like the like on vid you know whether it's like call in or yes. like text or like even uh there's this one popular one i uh, fuck i can't even draw the name because i haven't played it in a while but it's like a popular one you tune in on an app do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a game show host and blah, 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 blah. Welcome to blah, blah, blah. And you get eliminated each step. Like people get eliminated until yes. the last person. They give away like a thousand bucks or something. Or on the same line, I was thinking of like <sighs> when you call into a radio station, like caller number seven. She could be like, on all you know, just to be like, yeah, she's caller number one through through 65,000. So yeah, she wins. Done. She wins done. the tickets to go see Smash Mouth. You just, li yeah, you're winning shit all the time. Ah, craziness, man. Craziness. Um, you know th this this next story is kind of a, almost along the lines of the other animal stories. I feel like there's a lot of animal stories. In this we world. like animal stories here yeah. in American Slacker, so that's that's good. <laughs> so, a man in Ohio uh, was forced to call police when a pig wouldn't stop following him. Okay. Now was he like? Do we know if he was scared? Maybe or like was he just like I don't want this pig coming to my house and like lingering out on my porch all night. So so he called the he called the the Ohio police at five twenty six a.m. on on a Saturday morning, and oh, man. the police identified him as being totally sober. Really? But, but okay. Still being followed by a pig. Okay. For for like an entire day, so this pig like wouldn't leave him alone. Um, so and he called the police. He on called him? the police. What a dick. I'm going to say that. Is that wrong of me to think he's a dick? Yeah, I wouldn't have called of. the police. I would have called, like, maybe a rescue for pigs or, like, the closest thing, like, a wildlife rehab. Like, I don't know. I mean, pigs are, like, smarter than dogs. Yeah, and people don't understand that. Like, people think pigs are just, like, this piece of the shit that provide us with bacon. But, like, <laughs> no, they're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so he was trying, I mean, he was just trying to chill. He's just yeah. trying to chill with a bruh. He's like, hey, man, I like you. Like, can, I, you, can you feed me and, like, I'll yeah. hang around, like. I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. You know? We're like, you want to pig out? You know? Yeah, like, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's like watch a movie, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Like, you <sighs> want to watch the uh, fuzz on him. He's like, you want to watch Charlotte and Charlotte's oh, Web? Charlotte's Web. <laughs> he's like, bro, that's oh, my favorite man. one. And then he, then maybe we could put on Babe after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so he calls the cops. Uh, the cops take the pig in the cruiser and uh, returned it to its owner. I think he lived at a farm, but the pig's okay. name was Zoe. Okay. So. Um, Hopefully it was just like a, a, oh man, there's no pig farm that they just hang out. He's going to be bacon. 
And then the the low hanging fruit at the end of the article said that the irony is that it's not the first time there was a pig in a police car. Ah, that's low. That's some low that's, hanging fruit. That's a real low blow. That's that's almost in poor taste these days. I mean, the pig thing has grown its use. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, would would a police officer really get offended by you calling them a pig? It's like that's that's not even really like a funny like clever joke. No, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just it's just distasteful in this day, I feel like, anymore. I don't know, man. I don't know. Some crazy stories there. Some crazy yeah. stuff. It was a good round of news, I've got to say. A good round of news for a good go- co-host. <laughs> and uh, we're going to finish it off. we got a really good, funny video that we're going to put up. And uh, this comes to us courtesy of Tim. Tim introduced me to this when he showed up. He said, uh, you know, have you ever heard of Jamie Costa? And, you know, I hadn't heard of this guy at all. So uh, we had to pull him up on YouTube. And the guy is fucking hilarious. This guy does the best Robert Williams uh, impression I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, I when we were pulling him up, it even said, is he related to Robin Williams? And like now I see why. Like I even said that before. It's like yeah. he fucking literally looks like him. Everything from like his nose and then the voice is what's really like hauntingly similar. Yeah. I mean, so it's crazy that, you know, like... Uh, it, I guess what happened is he, you know, he was a fan of uh, of Robin Williams, uh, you know, in general. He's he was a fan for a while, and then, you know, after his passing, he he's an impressionist, so he felt like his way of paying tribute to him would be to, you know, basically do his best impression of him, which turns out it's really spot on. You know, he's Dude. got that look, and is and and really the thing that strikes me is if you close your eyes when you're listening to it, uh, you know, so, you know, you're you're kind of not you're taking him out of the equation. I mean. It literally sounds like him. He has the exact yeah, same vocal quality. Like, it, yeah, it's not even like the cadence only. It's like the timing. Like, it'll bring you to like the moments of Robin Williams that all of us yeah. know. Like, from Mrs. Doubtfire to like you know like some random skit that he's been in, or like you know like just everything. Yeah. Uh, what was the one where he was an alien? Um, Mer- oh, uh, are you talking about Flubber? No, 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 no. Way back, way back, Zork or something. I can't remember. He was an alien. It was like a ninety. 19- it was like it came on right after Taxi. Like at Nick and Knight. Damn, I don't know. Fuck, man. This is going to... Mindy and Mork? Mindy? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, man. Hopefully a listener out there is going to like chime in, hit us up on the Slacker group. Um, fuck, I'm really pissed that I'm drawing a blank. I feel like a disrespectful asshole to Robin Williams. But uh, it was something that I watched a lot. And he even did crossovers, like possibly in Taxi, as this like alien character. But it was one of the oldest Robin Williams yeah. things, dude. He, dude, he, I mean, he was just so amazing, but, but, you know, this video really pays tribute and it's like one of those things where it's so scary. He does a piece of Mork. That's why, whatever, whatever it is, Mork, we'll call him Mork. Yeah. Somebody correct me later. But yeah, he just does so many of the great characters. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I guess that, uh, you know, Jamie Costa as well, he does, he does a ton of other cool impressions too. Like he does like a, uh, uh, a really good, um, uh, you know, Han Solo. He actually was in a Han Solo oh, uh, fan film recently, where they did like a little quick thing that before the the most recent one came out. Um, he does a really good Indiana Jones. No shit. Yeah, oh, he's, dude, he's really good at Harrison Ford. I like that. I like that. I'm gonna have to uh, dive deeper. Yeah. Into this and this is uh, Jamie Costa. Definitely check out. We're checking out his YouTube channel right now, and he's got plenty of views, and it seems like he's got plenty of uh, content up there for you oh, guys yeah. to check out. Yeah. Yeah. So check that shit out. It uh definitely gave me a... I was cracking up. It's cracking up. And reminiscent at the same time. Now, we're going to get into... uh We got some music coming up. But uh before we do that, we got a word from the Fall Starts podcast. 
This is full start, the show about those presumptuous pictures that studios were sure would spawn a franchise, but didn't. So back on Eternia, yeah. Skeletor sort of locates the key on Earth mm-hmm. with Google Maps. <laughs> and then asks where his mercenaries are. He's had to walk past those mercenaries to get into the room. Yeah. Guys, Skeletor is rude. Go on. Okay, go on. Film does not know what mercenaries are. Evelyn assembles them, but then introduces them to Skeletor as his finest warriors. Are they his warriors, or are they freelancers? Okay, name them. Beastman. Um, come on. Come on. There's at least one. There's one that's an easy one. I know. Because some motherfuckers always try and ice skate uphill. Blade. Thank you. That's two. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the fact that we were able to name two you named characters two. in this you film were able to name two. instantly uh, makes it better than Planet of the Apes. If you like that, you can hear more on iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, and Facebook at Full Starts Pod. All right, and um, now it's time to jam out a little bit. I think we got some uh, music we're going to talk about. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm pumped to to show you guys. My stuff. Hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing some of these tracks from uh, who you've suggested. So uh, so the band I'm suggesting, it's a band that I've actually been listening to for a really long time, probably you know 15 years or something like that. And oh, it's wow. also a band that only has three albums. Three albums. Three okay. albums. That's it. Okay. Um, and they're done. They're not. They're not. No, they on. actually. So 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 the band's American Football. So um, basically in. 1997 uh you know they got together um and they they started making music in illinois so it's they're it's basically they're the grandfathers of midwest emo music so pretty much it's crazy a lot of people don't know about them but if you're a fan of any type of emo music you're they're drawing influence from american football whether you know it or not so uh, another one of their subgenres that they encapsulate is math rock. I'm a okay. huge fan of math rock. So it's that kind of tapping thing. Have you yeah. ever heard of Minus the Bear? Of course. Yeah. So yeah. so that's you know that's that kind of split time signatures. Yeah. You know, really really hefty uh, technical guitar tapping and stuff like that. Yeah yeah definitely. Um, and so uh, the the first song that I picked is off their um, their first full length album, which was just self titled. It's called American Football. Uh, and the song's called Never Meant. Uh, and it, it came out in 1998. Um, and it was just one of those tracks where it's like, it's timeless. You can listen to it all the time. I, I listen to it. I probably listen to it weekly for 15 years. It's that good. So this is uh, Never Meant by uh, American Football.
so good. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love the melody from the guitar. They just have such a good, uh, like, like uh, mix in their music. You know what I mean? Like, just like really nice cool high tones and the tapping and then they got those cool bass lines and stuff yeah and they have the chords that they're playing too they just had it down man so then uh so so basically they came out with that album 1998 right uh after that album in 2000 two years later they stopped being a band they went on a hiatus and it okay. wasn't, and, and so it was one of those things where it's like, ah, damn, you know, I can listen to every single song on that album over and over and over again. Yeah. And it just, it just kind of sucks knowing that there's a, like something that you know, is so visceral to you that you're never going to be able to hear again. Yeah. Until 2014, they they announced that they were making music again, and everybody was like, oh my god, this is going to be crazy. Finally, but, yeah. But you know, we we waited for 14 years to hear the this the you know this music again, and then you know everybody's kind of freaking out about it. Uh, and then in 2016, they released American Football 2, which is just their second album. And it's it's got a, a really different vibe to the first one. It's, they, huh. they stick to their core, but, you know, because 16 years have passed, you know, the lead singer's voice is a little bit different. They kind of choose a, like a different type of feel, but it still is American Football. It still feels the same. Yeah. So uh, this next song... Uh, is My Instincts Are the Enemy from uh, 2016. So good. It's like a more rock version of Minus the Bear almost. Yeah, so Minus the Bear took a lot of influence from these guys. Yeah. And uh, I feel like this album, it's after a lot of the Minus the Bear. 2016, most of the good Minus the Bear albums have already come out at this point. So I feel like it's almost like art, you know, imitating itself. You know what I mean? So it's like they're kind of coming back and, and, you know, Minus the Bear gave a call and American football is like, you know, we can make music like that too. We're the people that you know started it, so you know, we're gonna make an album like this, which is really sick. Uh, you know, one thing that changed up until this new point in their music was, you know, obviously the production quality is like way better in this new album, and it, it really shows with songs like this one, where you know, just so many layers to the music. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really enjoy it, man. I've never, I don't know if the, the name sounded familiar yeah. when you had said you were going to cover them, but I don't know if I've listened to them. Yeah, but it, I love it right away. Yeah, their their music is like nostalgic sounding, so it's like even if you've never heard it before, you feel like you've been listening to it, right? You know, yeah, yeah. you feel like you know this song even though you've never heard it. Yeah, there's a pattern in it that's just friendly to the mind. I feel like. Wait till you hear the bridge in this one. He, they, they, 
like a lot of math rock songs, they change the time signature a little bit, and they so they start picking up a different pace. So a lot of these songs have like a an A B A B C structure. So they kind of come yes. up with like a totally different time signature, jump right into it. So the songs almost have movements, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's sick, man. Yeah, I'm really digging this song, man. Like, I feel like this is music that I can listen to in a lot of, like, different times. Like, yeah. you know, some music you can't listen to, but, like, if you're trying to get shit done, it'll take you away, you know? And I feel like I could definitely listen to this while I'm trying to, like, write or... Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, like, inspirational know. sounding. Yeah. This is that part where they kind of break it down into, like, a different feel. Yeah. So sick. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely different than before. You know, they... I love this music. They they have like 20 layers, so they break it down. So they come in, in this part with the guitar, then they add the bass, then they add the drums. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I feel like the, the definitely the drumming is like if you had like given me every other piece of this like track. Yeah. The drumming is not something I would have ever thought of like fitting in there. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's American football, so yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, definitely check out American football on, on Spotify. Uh, I think they have all their, their albums up on there. And they actually have like a small three song uh, EP too, which is really cool. So, uh, what do you what do you got? What do you got? You got more sports music? Oh, we got all the sports names going on today, man. It's so weird and coincidental, like yeah. But uh, yeah, my band is called Modern Baseball, and uh, you know this is a band I found on Spotify. They randomly came across um one day. Like I was, I don't even know what I was listening to. It could have been an emo. It could have been a punk. Yeah, like a punk rock. They've got a lot of labels that you can put on this band. But, uh, you know, like, I, I really enjoyed this one song that just came up um, from them so much. And uh, it just caught me. And, you know, I've got to say the singer's voice is very unique compared to a lot, like, what you hear. Yeah. Like, it, the melody of his voice mismatching with the melody of the song, almost, you know, like, he sings, like, how would you describe that voice? It's, like, it's, like, dull, but... And it's it's angsty, almost, you know? It's got yeah, that kind of, like... that's perfect. That's perfect. Like, um... And like you know, like I always say, I'm a fool for emo. Like, yeah, I love emo, man. Everybody, I don't, yeah, yeah. you know, like I love it. I don't give a fuck. Like, we don't need to be people, closet emo people. No, nah, I hate yeah. when people are closet yeah. emo. Like I love emo. Like I've got to say, it was like my music scene when I was a kid. Definitely, dude. And uh, so, like the first song, "Your Graduation," um, it's gonna be the number one that you would find on Spotify for them. You know, it's like the most played song. But uh, yeah, it popped up on a playlist, and I was like. God damn! Yeah, I, I love this song, man. The storytelling element of it, yeah, which is my number one thing. Like first off, if when it comes to lyric, like um, that comes over sound of voice or anything like that, you know. It's you know they came. Me. They came to like Glens Falls like last year. Yeah, dude. With I like know. brand, it was you know it was brand new. I think. Yeah, you know what's funny is um, I almost covered these guys about a year ago. Yeah, like maybe even more. Yeah, and uh, so like yeah, that was like the same timing. I I don't know why I didn't cover them. I think it was to theme it a little more better with Jesse's pick or something. Like we try to keep them like a little even. Sure. Yeah. You know, like how this worked out perfect. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, these guys are great, man, and um, yeah. So let me just play out the first song I chose, "Your Graduation." 
mon you know what you know what's great about modern baseball is they have this like charm. Dude. Like it almost feels like like you're just in a basement listening to a basement show when you hear their music. Yeah, um, and, and when my next song that I'm gonna choose from them is yeah. the basement song. Like it is that one. Um, and you know what I like is the the singer gives like when you watch the videos and whatnot, he gives you the underdog vibe. I yeah. feel like you know, yeah, like, underdog's a good a good term for them. Yeah, and I really I just I appreciate everything about this. Yeah. you know, just. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can all relate to heartache, and that's basically what this song is conquering at the same time, you know? Yeah, It's dude. fucking so melodic. I, pieces of, like, taking back, a little bit of Sum 41, a little yep. bit of this and that, you know, if you like. A little bit of Blink-182, you know. Of course, you gotta, whatever, yeah, you know. Gotta play homage to, like, the original punks. Like, for pop, anyway. Not, like, punk-punk. <laughs> yeah. You know what else is crazy about uh, about modern baseball is their their library is so extensive. They've made so many albums. It's kind of crazy. So it's Dude, like yeah. it's like totally on the opposite side of the spectrum from uh, from people. You know, you know, like the American football side of things. There's only yeah. three albums that you can listen to for American football. I don't even know how many modern baseball has. I have like their entire discography on my phone, and it, and yeah. sometimes it gets to the point where I'm just like, damn, they're coming up on shuffle like way too much. I need to Dude. delete some modern baseball because I have way too much of it, dude. They definitely have a lot of songs out there. Yeah. And, uh, man, wide variety, I've got to yep. say. And uh, I just I really enjoyed them, man. Like, not a, not every band that I'll hear a song and I'll be like, okay, well, let me click on them, check out their discography and see what's going on there, you know, their top songs. Or maybe if that intrigues me enough to dive in and, and go to those deep cuts, you know, like yeah. the ones that are, like, not going to be the hits. And I really enjoy that, man. And uh, like you said, you know, like with Spotify, it's easy for me. Like, I just – I put on – you know, modern baseball, yeah. and shuffle, dude. And, it's and so it's quick, just like, one click, boom. There's and something I, about you know that emo music and that that pop punk and stuff like that, where yeah. it's like it is nostalgic feeling. Like when you oh, hear dude. that music, there's a reason why people love it. It's because yeah. it brings you back to that angsty time in your own life. And so maybe you know, like a lot of these bands, like, they kind of make songs about like you know, like high school and you know, yeah. like like relationship problems that probably people in their late twenties don't have. You know what I mean? Dude, so yeah. it's like it's like we're not there. Yeah. But yeah. it's like it, it's making it nostalgic for us because I was that kid at one point, you know. Exactly. Yeah, it brings us all back to that shitty time, that shitty first real relationship, you yeah, know, like yeah, shit yeah. like that, dude. It's like, ah, oh, man, you can't help but love it. Like you're saying, you know, we're masochists at heart. You know what I mean? Like yeah. humans are masochists at heart. They want, you know. Oh, dude. Yeah. Which is why we love emo music. Oh my god. Yeah, I fucking like I said, I'm a, I'm a big fool for. Uh, for anything emo. So what uh, was that other track you had? So the other one I'm going to choose is called The Weekend. And, you know, like I was telling you before, this is like the ultimate like party song. And yeah. uh, the video relates with that too. It's like filmed in a video or filmed in a video, filmed in a uh, basement party. And, uh, you know, just the slow melody and the angsty voice. We'll, we'll use Tim's reference there. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't know, you know, you feel like you're, you're brought back into that time period of just like the nervousness of like trying to talk to somebody. Yeah. You know, like, man, check it out. The weekend, modern baseball. Collected, making my way to with glasses, with a little more than just 
I love that like false start where it's like you're like is this is this song really this shittily recorded dude and then it just jumps into this nice so smooth man so smooth and like the um the rail the rail camera like of him just like drifting through the party in the video is so cool with this part it plays perfect it's like what I imagined it to be you know just like fucking couple drinks too many you know yeah, just dude. like making the move you need those couple of drinks to fucking finally make those steps man it was hard for me to choose another song by them but like yeah this one always sticks through and I feel like these guys are so underrated yeah, I mean, it's like one of those things where it's like if you know them, you're a fan. Dude, yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, modern modern baseball is one of those bands where it's literally like if you know them, you're a fan because, you know, it's not really the type of music that you'd listen to if you didn't like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And, you know, they've got I feel like their following is like a hardcore following, too. Like, I yeah. feel like it's just full of like a bunch of people that like they're like they know the like energy that like is harnessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like, uh, I, again, I want more people to know about them. Like, um. You know, that was off of uh, Sports. That was one of their earlier albums, that song right there. I wonder which if that's is a cool. call out to uh, to Huey Lewis and the News' album, Sports. I wonder, dude. I, I, it's got to like, be something. You know, like, I don't know. Or maybe, like, who knows, like, what kind of story comes from, like, teen life. Like, yeah. With that, you know, the sports theme going on all together in there. Um, and the first song I chose was uh, off of uh, You're Gonna Miss It All, which was, like, 2014. Um, this band, it all started from a bunch of high school buddies that ended up going to Philadelphia uh, College, Drexel University. And, uh, yeah, they just they started out this band. It consists of Brendan Lukens, Jake Ewald, Sean Huber, Ian Farmer. And uh, they're still going till, or Well, actually, no, they broke up in 2017. Yeah, they did. It was... Uh, indefinite hiatus. Yeah, indefinite yeah. hiatus. That's, that's a bit, you know... Who knows? With emo music? You never know. You never know. You can come back. You can come back. You never know. So they got, you know, 2011 till 2017 as active years. But, uh, you know, yeah, I I would expect them to come back, especially I feel like this music is like, you know, they put their dent into history. Definitely. People could pick up on this and this could even blow up years after. It happens commonly with with musicians, especially. Yeah, absolutely. There's. Yeah. And, you know, everybody loves emo music, man. That's that's the. the, I love emo music, yeah. man. I'll, uh, yeah, I'm glad we became both admit it here. So if I, Jesse was here, he would admit it too. Oh yeah, like he's definitely yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. Me and him have the same musical taste. We were in an emo band together. So yeah, Fade deals Jokers, baby. He, Fade he, deals Jokers. He, you know, he played that for me one time. Uh, cigarettes and worse regrets. Real, yeah, for real emo. Um, I have this weird kind of out there theory about emo music that 
emo music and country music are exactly the same. They are, dude. So, like, emo music wouldn't be without, like, those true old country heartbreak songs. Yes. Yeah, right? Exactly. Am I this right? Is my, this is my point, yeah. It was all the like, people that, like, closet loved he- those country songs and were like, you know what? We can transition this. We can make this into, like fucking i don't know input some random guns and roses even like i feel like guns and roses like you know go back to the old rock that's the intro to emo definitely the hair yeah, bands and stuff right am i right yeah oh yeah there's you there's know? a there's a huge you know there, there's you can draw the line you know you yeah. can connect Aerosmith, the dots and stuff like that sweet emotion like it's just that, you know with with country music in particular you're talking about emotional subjects it's like yeah heartbreak and and you know and what you did to like oh get God. over that heartbreak, you know, the drinking and I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna drink myself some beers. Oh it's like God. the same thing. I'm gonna have myself some tears. <sighs> but oh it's like God. if you, I yeah. feel like you take an emo song and you sing it like country, and dude, you re- and you replace like the background guitar with like a slide right. guitar, you got yourself. Some what country. is that Garth Brooks song? Thunder rolls. Like that's some old school fucking emo shit right that's there. A, Am I that's right? An emo song. That's some serious emo right there. The the fucking the setting has been set in a dark stormy night yeah and the wife has figured out the husband's a fucking scum lord and then fucking he comes home dude you know take any take any emo song like like blink 182 you know i took her out it was a friday night i walked alone this has been done before they did there is one there's a, a bluegrass blink 182 tribute Oh, man. It's called it's uh, picking on the picking on series. Have you ever heard that? No. So there's a whole series of uh, of music. It's called the picking on series. And what okay. they do is they t- they d- they cover like artists or bands or genres. So one of the ones they did was a tribute to Blink One Eighty Two. So they literally have a dude singing like bluegrass and well like banjo. <sighs> it's like all banjo versions of Blink One Eighty Two. Oh it's God. really good. It's really good. I'm gonna check this out. It, it sounds ridiculous, but it's actually amazing. It sounds amazing something else that's amazing uh i got a couple apps that i want to talk about here oh yeah promo swap oh okay you got to throw that yeah before we get to that so before we get to some uh some apps we got some cool apps and some movies to talk about uh i got a little got a little ad from uh in poor taste all right now you can go into it all right yeah um so, so I got a couple cool apps to to talk about. So one of them one of them is practical, and one of yeah. them is not very practical, but still no, really cool. But still really cool. I appreciate both of them. The first one you like just like stumbled across telling me about before, and I was like, we have to talk about this shit. So, <laughs> so I have a lot of you know being a photographer and stuff. You know, I I have my phone on me all the time, so I have a lot of photography apps. Yeah. And one of the weirdest ones that I've come across is called Gudak, and so okay. uh, it's it's basically a Kodak disposable camera. And so and he's not kidding. He's not kidding. He pulled up the app right now in front of me and it literally looks like the back of like one of those like, you know, $10 specials you get on vacation back in like 98. And then, I mean, I, do they still sell these? I don't think so because no, right? there's no like one hour development places. They all no, got rid of them and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so you, so you open up, um, you open up the app and it immediately bumps you to the back. Your phone becomes the back of a Kodak camera. So you're not using your full screen. You actually only have the the little tiny eye viewfinder that you'd have from before. Um, And you have a little button and you take a picture and it snaps the pic and then your exposure meter goes down. So you only have a set, you know, it was like a set 30 exposures that you could have. Yeah. But the cool thing about this 
and it's yeah it's not practical and yeah you could just whip out your 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 uh, regular photo app and just like take pictures of anything but this brings you back to that nostalgic time of like literally the only way you could take a picture because you didn't own a good camera you just go to the cbs and you just get a disposable camera yeah and so when you're done taking all the exposures you actually have to wait for the yeah. film to be developed like you would in real life. And so it's Man. like it's almost like more rewarding. I don't know. It's like yeah. kind of cool. It's not for every situation, but I could see like, you know, I'm going to go apple picking or yeah, you know, like do dude. something stupid, you know, and, and yeah. just take pictures. You know, I, ah, uh, man, I remember this one moment I had one of those cameras, like, and, uh, you know, I had had it for a little bit. Yeah. Done a bunch of shit with it. Like, you know, random photos here and there. And uh, I had, on the way back from Lake George, there was a car show. And there was a car yeah. we were driving next to, and I went to take a photo of the car out of the window. Like, I was like, this is going to be a cool shot. Yeah. And the fucking camera got sucked out, and it was, like, one of the last oh, no. shots, dude. So it was, like, it was just like, yeah, this will be one of the cool last shots. And it was, like, got sucked no. out and, like, smashed, like, under car wheels. Uh, I, I love disposable cameras. You, you know, know what's crazy? Uh, Rite Aid actually toyed around at the uh, at the end of the digital uh, – of the uh, – analog camera phase yeah they actually toyed around with disposable video cameras and so it was insane so it was basically it was a flip cam before a flip cam they were 30 dollars um so one of my good friends his mom worked at the pharmacy at rite aid and so she would get a discount because nobody in the right mind would pay like 30 bucks in like the year 2000 for like something like that yeah so literally it had like maybe like 20 minutes of video or something like that uh not that much film reel no, no, it was a digital video camera, disposable. So what you would do is you would buy Highly it. Highly wasteful. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Dude. So you'd buy it, you'd open it up, you'd film. And so me and my buddy filmed like a skateboarding video. And then what you do is you bring it in. They take it at the, at the, at the, the film developing place at like Rite Aid, and they break the fucking thing open, <laughs> take out the memory, plug that into their computer, and burn it onto a DVD for you and throw the thing out. It had an LCD screen and everything. Yo, so they're just burning. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't like fucking iPad quality or something, but it's no, still it was, like they're throwing out a fucking perfectly good screen it was, and battery it was hardware. Quality. It was like it was like you know the equivalent of a cell phone camera from the year you know 2006 or something like that. It's, but you know, it's just insane that. But you know, oh man, that's crazy. I never even heard of disposable video. Yeah, that's such a crazy concept to me. Like I would, like I said, imaginally went right to real like maybe there's some kind of photo reel that we process but damn. with today's technology i guarantee if you found one of those on ebay there's got to be a way to like make it not disposable but i think right. i think the thing was is that it ran off of like a, like a non-rechargeable double a battery so it's like you'd have to hack that in and, yeah and then put in the cell with a new port hardwire split off of it to like charge and like You'd you'd add you'd have to add another port for to access the memory on the external part too. Like yeah, I'm sure somebody has done it. I wouldn't doubt it. There's a lot of tech gurus out there that do the coolest shit like that, man. Um, the the uh, the next app kind of ties in a little bit with the TV and movie suggestions. So this app is really really helpful. Um, you know we live in a digital world where we're constantly Mm. you know we I'm a I'm a cord cutter. I don't have a um, I don't have a, a cable subscription. I would yeah. never in my right mind pay like 120 bucks. Fuck no, Me for neither. all that content. But I would pay 120 dollars for all the different channels that I have. You know, face, you know, uh, uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. Hulu, and they um, don't add up to HBO that. Go. That's the best part. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's, it's even if you want to go crazy. Like we we canceled Netflix. Yeah. for two weeks. You're like, what am I doing? She was just like, yeah, I want it back. And I was like, okay, we can get it back. I don't care. Like, we have Hulu. Like, we have all kinds of shit. Um, But, yeah, you know, like, it's great with the streaming. But what this app conquers is an awesome fucking feat. So so the app is called Just Watch. 
Uh, it's a free app. Um, but what basically it does is it's a search engine for all the current streaming services. So, you know, you have, uh, you know, Netflix, Hulu, HBO, uh, a couple of the other TV station ones, uh, Amazon, which a lot of people discount Amazon Prime video. I fucking have it. I pay for that. Well, of, fuck it's it, part you of your subscription. Free shipping. Yeah. I, I don't care about the video, but you know what yeah. I've been watching lately? I watched the whole fucking series of The Sopranos. I'm still on it. I'm watching The Sopranos. Yeah, have crazy. you ever watched that? Yeah, yeah, I have. I'm going to say I'm addicted to it. Yeah, and I've never really given it a chance. Oh, my God. I feel so far behind. So, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't even know that you, if you have a Prime subscription, you have amazon video and it's so really many good so many but also things. it searches uh you know like all the free services so like mm-hmm. crackle yep um a lot of people don't know if you have a roku stick or a, or a roku tv that there's a roku channel that has new movies and older movies and classic mm-hmm. movies and it's all free. free streaming yeah it's all free streaming okay. it's one of the ones where it has like you know little ad breaks and stuff like that but they're they're manageable they're it's not that bad yeah yeah um for free especially yeah. i mean what do you want so you know you're looking for a movie um you have four different uh, streaming services. You don't want to take the time to go in and search every single one of them. Pain so in the ass. go to Just Watch, pop open the app, you search it, and it basically it'll tell you, oh, it's on these two, or oh, it's only on Netflix or something like that. Or if it's not on any streaming services, it tells you here's all the different places you can rent it, uh, and here's um, how much it is, which is amazing that's too. That's so good, man. I've been there so many times, like you were saying before. You don't want to have to search through yeah. all of them, but you know what, like. I use an Xbox as my media device, honestly. And, uh, dude, I got so many fucking programs on there. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if I'm going to find it on the ones that I pay for monthly or if I'm going to have to rent it for, you know, two ninety nine, four hundred dollars a month. I got to go through and it takes me 20 minutes to find a film. Yeah. And I'm at that point where I used to pirate things all the time. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of got to the point where it's like, I don't know. I, I guess for all the trouble it's worth, I'll pay a dollar ninety nine to rent a movie yeah. that I want to see. You know why yeah. not? I'd go pay a dollar ninety nine for a pack of gum. You know what? So why not pay a dollar ninety nine for a movie? I don't I'm going to come out here balls deep right now. I yeah. have a pirating device um, right here. Like I, I have one, right? But I still we pay for Netflix. We pay yeah. for Hulu. We pay for Amazon Prime. Um, I have Movie Pass. You know, like I pay for all these yeah. things because, like, you know, it's good like it's gonna go back it's gonna pay for the fucking great shit that we're getting too. you know at the, the same time sometimes it just if you if you have the money it's just not worth the hassle anymore oh you know what God, i mean it's yeah. just like okay it already has my credit card information in amazon yeah, well, I yeah. Rent, i want to rent uh you know some crazy movie for 2.99 from the 90s Dude, yeah sure why so, not so quick and easy it's and just you, like boom you pay it and now say, it's on no matter what like device you're using i've been with xbmc cody um, yeah i got terrarium there's gonna be issues with all of them and they're not as easy as like a netflix or a hulu where it's like you pull up the movie boom boom play hd fucking perfect quality right you know yeah you don't get that with the pirating ones you get granulated it takes a while bullshit so uh you know so so basically so the you know for tv right now uh and actually probably when i'm done chilling here i'm just gonna go back and watch the newest episode of westworld this season <sighs> yeah. is amazing if you if you uh didn't catch the first season definitely go back and watch the first season um we talked about a lot of show yeah, yeah. last time you were here yeah yeah one of the just the most amazing ideas such and, a good concept yeah and it's it's a reboot uh it was it was a you know 70s movie mm-hmm. um 
and they kind of just took that concept and, and turned it into something that only HBO could make. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And everybody that's not familiar, it is literally, as Tim dubbed it last time, it's the Jurassic Park of the Western world where you can pay to just do anything you want with people that are inhabiting this fucking world. Like, you can do whatever you want. Like, murder, rape, anything. Like, it's it's crazy. And yeah, the story or, line, I mean, or have fun, too. You know, or, or go on or adventures. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't have a good to person. You don't have to rape. That's what we see though like and i'm like yeah. oh like it's just like yeah it's, yeah. it's craziness it, the darker side of people gets brought out when there's no rules mm. and yeah yeah they're paying so much money like it's like it's what was it like forty thousand dollars yeah or something, something like it's something, something absurd like yeah you know? and yeah like but the underlying effect is that the robots that are these people realize what's going on yeah they're they they're they and it's not it's no spoiler you know because you start to see it in really yeah. the first episode but they're starting to realize you know I am. I'm not in this world. I'm a robot, and who are these people? And they, so yeah. they start to kind of rebel in, in their own way. And so uh, season two really ties every everything in. Really answers more questions than you would think. You know, a lot of times when you're on some of these kind of mystery TV shows, they don't answer questions, and you're just like, yeah. you know, screw you. You're never gonna tell me. Yeah. So it, I was actually surprised with this newest season. They're answering a lot of questions. So if you haven't uh, caught up on that, definitely do. That's so so cool yeah my yeah i'm guilty i have to check it out and uh finish it out i i really feel like i finished the first season not sure but, yeah uh, man it was such a good concept like right away it, it grabbed me and uh so original like you know just the idea of like fucking mixing ai with pleasure like yeah that. and it's, it's like oh, it really man. plays with so many cool concepts like really like one is like you know what's the darkest side of humanity that would get brought out if there's no rules so like if the government in in our own government here, we're just like, there is no rules. Do whatever you want, and you can't get in trouble for it, and you can't die. Jesus Christ, yeah. You know, the Fuck chaos me. that would ensue. And so that's kind of what it's touching into is like, what would people do if there was no rules? Yeah, yeah. And we all know what people are capable of. Yeah. You know? Um, the uh, the second the second one on here on this list ah. is uh, just a really fantastic one. I'm a huge fan of David Fincher. Um, he's just, a, in my opinion, just a... Uh, the master of the digital landscape for a film. Just yeah. A complete yeah. Ma- I mean, it's crazy when you're watching a David Fincher TV or, or, uh, or movie, you don't realize how much of the movie is not there. Yeah. He, he's, uh, yeah. he's digitally crafting landscapes from nothing. Uh, so the, this from so simple the, set, yeah, right? from, yeah. From, it'll just a green screen and then he just yeah. makes an entire set from nothing. So it's crazy. Now, is it a team of guys like doing oh, that? Yeah, or it's it, not him, right? Like, yeah, but he's the I mastermind thought, behind it. I was going to say like, yeah, he's just orchestrating this huge development of like great processing. Yes. There's nothing worse than, than horrible, like back screening. Like we've all seen it in shitty movies where yeah. it's like, ah, fuck. Why am I watching this? You know? So, so uh, yeah, I mean, his stuff looks really good. And even, even his older stuff from, from the mid 2000s it it, it's aged okay it's aged okay Mm. so this this one's called mindhunter it's on netflix it's a netflix produced or netflix backed it's so weird now you don't even know it's not they don't have a studio it's not like they're but they're paying for they're paying and i feel like they do have like pull to where they're like orchestrating ideas to get filmed too yeah who knows like either way yeah, I caught this on Netflix right away, man, and I've got to say this is one of the best things I've seen in fucking years. Yeah, like I so good. Like I was telling you right away, the one of the best things I liked about it was the partner play between the two detectives. Yes, so good, especially in like the scene with like the co-ed killer, right? Where they're where they're uh, Ed Ed Temper, I think that's the yes. guy's name. Yep, so and they're talking to him. Yeah, and, oh and it's just the, the way that they played off of the you know the emotion in the room and the the fear of this giant man being there. And the and crazy thing is. 
this is all based on real yeah. a real situation. So basically the backstory is that, you know, uh, the FBI did not have a classification for serial killers when there was they would just call them multiple multiple murders or something mm, like that. Yeah. So basically they were they were not looking into the psych the psychological reasons why people were killing. They were looking into statistics and saying, okay, well, you know, it's just another copycat or just another yes. this or that. They didn't have a classification, so they were basically looking for something they didn't know existed. Yeah, yeah, they had no idea about repeat killings, like that somebody could actually have like a dysfunctional mentality to where they have to repeat and repeat to achieve like the satisfaction. And that's where the profiling of serial killers begins in the United States right here. Yeah. Like and, and, and the great thing about Mindhunter from the first second of the show to the last second of the of the last episode in the first season, you're on the edge of your seat. So yes. The whole time. Literally the whole time. The, the the show starts out in a situation where he just throws you into a, a crazy hostage situation. And it yes. ends on a crazy note where you just want, and it got renewed for season two, so that's I, yes, it's coming out. Yes, and like, yeah, it's one of the things I'm looking forward to the most. And uh, you know, I always say Netflix is killing it, but this is like one of the top fucking, uh, you know, this is like narco style. Like, this is top oh, yeah. shit, top like, tier, dude. So good. And uh, dude, back to the Ed Kemper thing. Like, there's this one moment in the in the fucking series where he gets like too close to Ed, out of chains or yeah. whatever, and Ed grabs him. Like, it's just like fucking ah. Oh. Um, I love the true the the bringing it to the reality of like these serial killers. Like, big fan of like last podcast on the left. Any like crime doc serial yep. killer shit. Like, so it's cool to see like the interaction with somebody that's like a mythological feat like like person to me. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. So it's just a really great. You know, I, I'm a big fan of detective. Uh, you know, shows and, and movies yes. and stuff. So, I mean, I guess going on in the movies, another great detective. Also, David Fincher production <laughs> is a uh, Zodiac dude. Um, just it was just so cool. He he did such a good job on it, and uh, just another one of those things where it just it's a really good role for Jake Gyllenhaal. You know, mm. he's not really the best technical actor, but he when he yeah. can really grasp the role that he's playing. I feel like this was a great one where they just kind of threw him in, and, and Robert Downey Jr. is in it too. Oh just God. another classic, like Robert Downey Jr. It's just him being him. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, not a role that you you know in modern day you'd expect him to be either, though. Too. Yeah, you know, it's like not the one you know today. And it's such a good film, man. Yeah, it, it's a long story that goes out, and uh, I, I love Gyllenhaal and in June and Downey Jr. in it like so much. So. Uh, you know, what's great about, about Zodiac is that, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where it's, it, is it a conspiracy theory? I mean, I don't know if it can be considered a conspiracy theory because there's so many, there's so much evidence out there and stuff yeah. like that, but they almost had him. Dude. They almost had that guy. Do you think he was a cop? Do you think like it was somebody in law enforcement or government? Like, I no, just... I think they had the guy. I think they had the guy when they were interviewing him. And they and uh, it it was noted that you know he was wearing like a Zo- the zodiac oh, watch. Yeah, and stuff. you're right. And well, they the had a name for him, right? And he's like, I'm pretty sure they had a name for. They him. just yeah. couldn't get enough evidence. I didn't know about that until the last podcast um, covered him, and uh, I heard about that, and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's like on unpro- not he's not in cuffs. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, another great detective movie that uh, just watched recently, and I didn't even mean to do this. I swear to God, but Zodiac. Or so, so we go from Mindhunter, David Fincher, uh-huh. uh, to Zodiac, David Fincher with Jake Gyllenhaal, to Prisoners, Jake Gyllenhaal, 
Another Jake Gyllenhaal movie. What is with this connection? This guy is crazy. We play a game usually. Do, have you ever seen the game we yeah, play? The, 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 the connection yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Like This is like exactly like it. So, so I so, have no idea what Prisoners is about. So what, this what's is, up with this? This is a wild movie. So I watched this the other night. I had heard about it. Some of my friends were like, have you seen that movie? And I was like, yeah. Oh. No, I haven't yet. And they were like, okay, yeah, definitely check it out. So um, I rented it. It was mind-blowing. It came out in 2013. I think it slipped under the radar of a lot of people super 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 dark so basically huh. and you and this is all just stuff from the trailer so I'm, you know no spoilers because it's one of those like really really uh you know like like uh suspenseful like moment thing where it's like the, you know yeah. they're revealing things throughout the movie so um basically uh um a, a father or, or two families are, are are having like a thanksgiving celebration and uh the two young girls i think they were like five years old go outside um and get abducted and oh, so um, the the fathers are making an effort to try to find out who abducted their 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 children. And so in, what ends up happening is they they find uh, this this mentally ill person who uh, who they think abducted him. And so they take him in um, instead of uh, uh, you know doing the normal like questioning and stuff. The police do that, but don't really have any evidence on him. But the fathers believe that it's this man. So they take him in and they kind of build this makeshift torture facility uh, and they start torturing this fuck. guy to try to get the information out of him. That's just the first like half hour of the movie. And I can't really say anything else because it just it just goes on and the story uh, unfolds. And it's a, one of those detective crime dramas. So Jake Gyllenhaal plays the detective and, uh, you know, it's just a really great role for him. And oh, my God, the ending of that movie, I, I just got chills the other night and it was like. It's a very long movie. I think it's like two and a half hours long. And I'm just sitting back and it's like one in the morning. I was like, I got work in like, you know, uh, uh, not yep. that long. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't even care. I don't even care. I, yep. I need to know. I need to know. I need to know how this ends. Yeah. I do not care what I have to do tomorrow. I need to know how this movie ends. Man. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah. When a movie's that good and it grabs you like that, man. Yeah. Oh, you so, gotta... so check out Prisoners. I mean, it's, I, I don't think it's streaming anywhere right now, but uh, it's definitely one of those ones that's worth, worth whatever rent, uh, you know, or, you know, whatever rental fee that you'd have for it. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm going to have to rent this sucker on yeah. Amazon or something. This, uh, I like Gyllenhaal, man. I do. I got to say, he's really good. He's adaptive in pretty much any scenario. Um, well, not in any scenario. I won't say any scenario for Gyllenhaal. Yeah, but, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like he he was good in uh, what was that? Uh, um, Night Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, the Jarhead to like you know Darko to like, you know yeah, he, name name the the fucking movie. Those yeah. dark roles. That's, a, that's he's, a good. He's pretty good in dark. Yeah. His sister, on the other hand, we could throw her to the Maggie. birds. Dogface Gyllenhaal. I don't know about Maggie, man. I can't. I, I honestly. Yeah, name I'm, name I'm, name I'm, more than one. I can't name one. Am I a dickhead? I mean, I don't know. Okay, so like, Dark Knight, right? She played. Oh, yeah, good she, call. Yeah, Did, yeah. Pff, Mandy Moore was better. Try to name another. Mandy one. Moore was better. Yeah. She replaced Mandy Moore, right? Or was it Mandy Moore replace her? The other way around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, yeah, Mandy Moore was better. Like, we can't have. We can't. <laughs> Mandy Moore is better. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, sorry, sorry, Mandy. That's like the know. first time that sentence has ever been said on Earth. <laughs> Probably right. Maybe nobody's ever. Better, nobody's better ever. What? That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. to, that's a good feeling. To, I know that that has been. You just said, said the first time out of my, out of my yeah. lips. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think that's a good way to end the show. We're gonna wrap it up on that, Tim. And uh, thank you so much for coming on, man. Dude, I appreciate it, man. No, Dude, it's, it's so fun coming it, on here. It's been a blast, bro. And uh, it's just, it's been a great time, man. 
Yeah, thanks to everybody that tuned in. Hell yeah, uh, man. On, uh, thank on you the live stream, too. Yeah, thank you to the live stream. As always, uh, check out the live show. We usually do a pre-show. We try to give you a little hint of when that's going on. We're not too good about it, but uh, usually it's on Saturday. So check it out. This time it was Sunday. Special Timmy takeover. And uh, I was saying to my buddy today, he was like, he's like, what are you doing tonight? I was like, I'm going to fill in uh on on this podcast it's called american slacker podcast and he was like oh what, what is that about started explaining it to him and i was like you know what's amazing dude these guys have been putting in the work the work for like so long it's like <laughs> yeah. so long man you know what i mean so it's yeah. like and he was amazed to hear like that you know you guys have been doing this for like independently independently for yeah, so long for and long. i'm in here in 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 your room studio right now yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like so nobody awesome. knows this it's connected to like my this is my bedroom like i've connected it all together I keep all the magic in one room <laughs> like in yeah. seeing seeing the way that like joke. you know seeing the way that that you have everything set up and stuff it's like it's just like the creativity juice is flowing in here. You Thank know what you, I mean? Man. So it's Thank like you. just That's so what, cool to be here. You know, like I, every artist that I've ever like inspired from has always uh, said, you know, like you got to keep it around you. You got to have stuff to look at that inspires you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's what I try to keep, you know, like... And I know Jesse's the same way. It's so funny, yes. like, looking at this, because, like, this literally yes. is exactly how Jesse would do it up if yep. he had all your stuff. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Jesse and me are very, very similar. And uh, that's how this works, you know? Like, we're, like, brothers, you know? Like, so that it's a very similar taste. And, uh, but at the same time, we got our contrast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. So where can people find you guys right now? Oh, look at this. This guy's throwing me the plugs. Well... You know, Tim, if people wanted to check out American Slacker Podcast, all they have to do is go to Facebook, Instagram, search American Slacker Podcast. Now, if you're on Twitter or Reddit, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be Amer Slacker Podcast. That's like A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. And uh, yeah, check us out there. Um, We have YouTube going on. Check that out. If you want to send us an email, American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. And also, please check out the Patreon. It uh, it would mean a lot to us if you decide to support the show. We have a bunch of great people supporting the show right now. Uh, let me give a quick shout out, David Gunn. You're uh, you're a good dude, man. Thank you so much. And uh, of course, the Mad King Seth Anders, always helping out. And uh, we got something in the works with him coming out soon, hopefully. And uh, we can't help can't help but think the guys at Crime Roulette. Kyle Noel and Bradford. That's a great crime show. The guys are fucking funny. And uh check out their group on Facebook as well, the uh fan page. They're fucking always some there's always something going on with these guys. It's it's uh killing me. Bradford's always got something going on and it usually the other guys will make fun of them. <laughs> Seems like a bullying scenario, but it, it it's fun. It's fun. And uh of course Aaron W of the S and I am podcast. Uh we uh did another show with him. Um he was on our show recently. Check that episode out if you haven't seen it yet. And uh, otherwise, you know, if you feel like wearing some Slacker merch, check out the the uh, shop. We got a uh, site at americanslackerpodcast.bigcartel.com. You'll find the Slacker shirt. Hell yeah, dude. It's the sick. Morning Slacker mug, whatever you want. We got it all. And uh, yeah, that's it for now. I'm not even going to do the personals for now. Uh, but what? how can the people check out Tim? Um... Yeah, so uh, I got a, I have, a, I do have a YouTube channel. Um, just search my name. Okay. Uh, Tim Zablowski. Um, what do they find in there? You got some? Yeah, I don't really don't update you do it that drone much. Or yeah, like, I do. Yeah, I got some. I got some of that. I, I just been, you know, I've been working so much recently that it's like 
I don't really I haven't done a lot of, of that kind of stuff, but I'm doing mm-hmm. a, I'm doing a lot of photography still. Um, I got a Facebook for that too. It's Tim Zablowski Photo Video, um, and on Instagram at at your boy Smalley Biggs. Oh Smalley yeah, Biggs. definitely check that out. He's got a lot of cool shit going on. I'm always looking at his photos and I'm like, damn, that looks good. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah, man. N- n- real quick before we go. Yeah, sure. The Valentine's Day song. Yeah. How did this come about? I don't think we talked about this on the show. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. And uh, you guys every year, it too. Every, every year, year. I, I look forward to it. And uh, yeah, we try to throw it out every time on the show that like when it's Valentine's Day, you know, check out your page. So, uh, so that actually that's definitely uh, the brainchild of me and my buddy Corey. So uh, you know, right before I think it was on Valentine's Day in like 2009, um, we I have a I had a, a little music room set up at my house, and and he. Uh, we we went back to the house and he was like, you know, what would be funny, dude, is if you made like a song about Valentine's Day to like post. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I guess it'd be kind of funny. So we we sat down for like two seconds and like thought about some funny lyrics, and I just hopped on the piano and started riffing. You know, just nice. kinda, you know, just doing the song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then at uh, you know the next year he was like, dude, you gotta do it again, but like just do it like a little bit different, different. this time. And then so after that it was just like every year. Uh, I just would try to one up myself, you know what yeah. I mean. And so at the beginning, it was like a video. It was like a live video, so it would just be like me, fine. and I kind of write the song, and uh, and I would have all these shout outs and stuff like that, and shout outs all my friends. And then it got to the point where I was like, damn, I don't know if I can do this every year. Like I was like full time in school, and I was like yeah, full time yeah. in work and stuff like that. So now it's more of like a I try to produce it really well. So like a week beforehand, I I, I like figure out what I'm gonna do, like a different genre or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And then I'll like get a, a album cover together, and then spend like you know one night. I only do one night. One night it. on it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I'll 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 record everything in in like under an hour usually, okay. and then mix it all down, and then just save it, and then hopefully it's done like within before twenty four hours. Because a lot of times I've been like pushing it, like oh damn, like it's Valentine's Day, it's Wednesday, and it's ten p.m. and I I haven't done anything yet. All right, I'm, I guess I gotta get going. Oh, you know what man. I mean? So it's Dude, like that's crazy. Yeah. So so how many years now? Nine years. So nine Holy years. So fuck. so you know, ju- just like uh, you know, I don't know the ten the ten year one. I've I've got some plans for. I got some plans. Okay, I want to do something really big. Man, we're talking. We're like what eight months out still. Yeah, we're a little bit out. But I I think about okay. it almost every single day, which is weird. It's, it's like such a stupid little I've thing. I don't say care. Though, it gets a good response. Yeah, yeah. People really appreciate the Tim Valentine's Day People song. People look forward to it, yeah. Yeah, I do. Jesse does. And I, I've seen the response on social media. But you know, it's People funny. Like it's, it. it's nothing more than a joke, though, to me. You know what I mean? It's just a joke. It's Dude, just a stupid, long joke. I know it started out as that, but the last song I heard, I was like, God damn, this is a real song. This is getting crazy. Yeah, it is getting a little <laughs> crazy. And so I kind of want to, I, I don't want to say I'm like, not going to Are you going to become a songwriter with this? No, like, is I this just, a possibility? Like, I, I, I want to say I don't ever want to stop because, like, I. It would be funny if I just kept it going for the rest of my life, but yeah. I kind of almost feel like the way to do it would be to like hit the tenure, go out with a bang, with like bang. something huge. Get like a guest, maybe. You might be onto something. Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like randomly, somehow he he snagged Elton John, and there's like this ridiculous hook in the song, and you're like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Head explosion. And then it's like, and then it's like at that point, you know, I feel like I'd be okay with like not doing it the next year. It's like, yeah, you fuck it. Or going out on top. like, you know, best case scenario, like it would turn into something kind of cool and like get a different like kind of okay. cool musical guest. But that's, that's nothing more than a pipe dream really at this point. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, who you know, knows? who knows? I mean, yeah. Little Tay can, you know, use her mom's real estate money and buy a helicopter yeah. without that YouTube money. But you know, 
I mean, I'm sure Tim can get Elton John, Billy Joel, somebody cool. I know them all personally. <laughs> he does. He or does. at least my mom had their CDs in the car when oh, I was a kid. What are so the that's other? like the same. It's the same thing. One of the same. Dude, exactly. thanks for having me on, Dude, man. thank you so much, Tim. This has been a fucking blast. And uh, if you want to do the honor, I don't know if you have, you know how we normally end this shit, but uh, yeah. until next time. That's it. There, there you go. go.